Are you wondering why what used to work on the business development scene doesn't work so well anymore? You're wondering what the heck to do about it. Well, recently I did a LinkedIn Live. I'm going to play that for you here. I got a little testy in this one, a little zesty, but I got my point across. I think we also talk a little bit about some questions that we got from an audience we had recently about time management and how to get better results. Hope you enjoy. Kasky here, live at 8.30 on Thursday. We might be going to a daily 8.30 broadcast. I'm not sure yet. Maybe starting next week. So if you are watching this, you're not connected to me, make sure you do. And then I will promise that every day, if we go daily, which we will, I'm just not sure it's going to be next week, I will put in my uh, LinkedIn feed a... um, a graphic that lets you know that we're going to be going live. But I get a lot of great comments from these, and uh, I've got a lot of stuff to share, things that happen to me each week in my uh, uh, coaching and training. And so uh, you might be seeing me every day, if that's not enough. What was that noise? Anyway, um, a couple topics today. For those of you who don't know me, you can find out more at BillKasky.com. We've got a webinar coming up this morning, or actually at noon today, Eastern, It's the sequel to my Leverage webinar here from a week or so ago. If you haven't registered yet, go to BillKasky.com. You'll you'll have the ability to register there. It's free. It's going to be about 45 minutes, limiting it to about 25 people. And we're going to take this concept of leverage a little bit further. So uh, we talked about it here in a masterclass two weeks ago, and I'm going to do a sequel. It's kind of like a movie, just like in the movie, Star Wars, the sequel. All right, topics today. You know... This week, um, Paramount fired 800 people. Paramount is a media company that owns CBS and a variety of newspapers and traditional media. And whenever that happens, I always am reminded that the mainstream media, the traditional, we'll call it the traditional media, is dying. It's dying. It's dying because of podcasts and broadcasts like this, because of YouTube, because of Rumble, because of uh, Substack, and you can get your news from a lot of other places, and you can pay for it or get it free, but the mainstream media is really dying a slow death. And what's interesting is, and this is where I'll bring it around to you, what's interesting is they don't know it. Now, I know some do, but most of them just refuse to acknowledge that podcasts are how people get their information. And it's, it's remarkable, but when you have your head in the sand and when you are, are seeing things the way you've always seen them, this is where it applies to you, it's hard for you to take your head, look up and say, oh my gosh, there's a truck coming at me. There's alternative media coming at me. They just don't see it. So for you, where, how does that lead to you, you and your business? Is there is a lack of trust in corporate information because we know Corporate information is done by the marketing department. It gets filtered through a lot of eyes and a lot of people look at things so that by the time it gets to you, it's either diluted or it's uh, jessied up a little bit. But that's why people don't believe it. People don't believe what companies say. What they do believe is when you look into the camera and say something. I wrote a post on this the other day about why we fear video, and there's a lot of reasons. You can go back and read it. But We have to, we in sales, sales professionals, business owners, VPs of sales, anybody who I'm speaking with today has to get into their brain that the traditional media is dead. 
you, because you have an iPhone or a computer, a laptop with a decent microphone, this is the SMB7, but it doesn't have to be this one, are the media. You are the media. Why don't you get that? Why don't you understand that? It's not your company's marketing department. It's not the corporate podcast you put out. It's you. It's you. I've got a, a, several clients who are doing YouTube videos now. They've got a YouTube channel. And every week they go on live and they talk about situations, trends in the industry. That is their channel. They're reaching out to their prospect database email list and saying, hey, I just shot a video. It's about this topic. Would you like to see it? If so, here's the link. Now, there are some things you need to understand. You've got to have a decent video. You've got to have decent audio. You've got to maybe even go to Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com and create a, a, you know, sort of a, a thumbnail. And you might say, I don't have time for that, Bill. I'm too busy making cold calls, too busy making cold calls today. I don't have time to go to Canva and take seven minutes and learn how to create a thumbnail for my videos. Oh, Bill, I can't because I can't afford $20 for a microphone to plug it into my iPhone so that I can reach thousands of people instead of just one at a time. I would prefer to reach one person at a time through cold calling. Nobody says that, but you know it's true. You know that any kind of new endeavor, any kind of skill building of any kind, if it's outside your lane, it's easy to say, that's not my lane. That's not my lane. I don't do Canva thumbnails. Really? You don't? Maybe you should learn. Because maybe if you understood how video works and you created good quality videos and you release them every week to your data, your client list or prospect list, maybe you double your business. Now, you don't believe that. I believe that because I've seen it. You don't believe that. So, okay, you can throw this, you can throw this advice out, but you, you can double your business. And maybe for some of you, doubling the business is peanuts. That's nothing. I don't want to double. I want to 20X it. Everybody's talking about 10X. Let's 10X everything. Well, you can't 10X until you 2X. I got news for you. And 10X is a, is a, a brutal road. 2X, not so much. So as you watch the mainstream media, the traditional orthodox media fail, and every time there's layoffs, you have to click in your mind, how can I use this information? And the way you use it is you get, you create your own media channel. And people are going to, to say to you, Bill, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. And what will our marketing department say? You know what? When's the marketing departments, when they, when they give you leads last? How good are the leads they give you? And are they as good as when you shoot a video and somebody DMs you and says, hey, I want to talk to you about this? Are they better than that? Of course not. They're not better than that. So look at what's happening in the culture and say, how can I capitalize on this trend, the trend of individuals being the purveyors of information? That's you, personal brand. I know you guys don't like to talk about personal brand, but it's a, it's a factor today. And use that and, and take action on it. Okay. Rant for today. That's all. Number two, what's the most important sales skill to learn? This is a question from a listener we got here a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to address this. And, you know, I don't have the document in front of me, but today on this webinar, we're going to be talking about sales skills. I don't know if sales skills really are the future of training. I don't, I don't know if they are. I think they're a portion, but if you were to, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Pie chart? That's what you call it. A pie graph, the importance of sales training, I think it's about 20%. I don't think it's that much. 
you know how to talk to people. You know how to ask questions. You know how to maybe get in front of people. Maybe you're not getting in front of as, as many as you'd like, which that's cool. But when you get there, you know, unless you're an awful salesperson, unless you're pitching the whole time, unless you're not listening, unless you're not asking questions, unless you're not laying out the process, unless you're not really caring about what they say, unless you're not creating a compelling message, unless you're not building the offer and being able to pivot to the offer at the right time, if you're not doing those things, you might need some work. That's okay. No shame there. Or if you're brand new in sales, you're 24 years old or whatever. The skill of the future the skill of the future is not copywriting. It's not video shooting. It might, it might include some of that. The skill of the future is leverage. It's how do you maximize the assets you already have? How do you maximize those? I've got an asset here. Cost me, I don't know, $1,000, $1,200? How much is the iPhone 13 maybe? How much is it? How much is this, how much is this product? Let's say it's $1,000. You've bought it. Do you know how much stuff this can do? Do you realize this is an asset that you are not leveraging right now? You use it to call people or to text people or maybe to email people. You don't use the media component of it. Why not? Because you don't look at it as an asset. You look at it as, oh, I got to have a phone. I got to scroll. Got to scroll Facebook. Got to scroll LinkedIn. Got to scroll Instagram. Yeah. What about creation of something from it? Right now, I'm doing this on a $79 Logitech. But I, wouldn't, I could very easily just plug this in, uh, plug my microphone into the phone. I, gotta, yeah, I have a special jack for it. Yeah, but you can do it. It's easy. Plug it into the phone, and I could, I could do this with the iPhone. Are you using it for that? So this question of what sales skills do I need, you might need some, but I think 75% of your success in the future will have more to do with how you leverage your assets, leverage those skills you already have, leverage the relationships you have, leverage the people in your life. And I'm not talking about exploiting them or using them. I'm talking about leveraging them. Your client list is an asset. Your stories that your clients tell about how successful they've been with your solution is an asset. You using it? Do you have testimonials on your website? Probably not. That's one of the assets that I don't use enough. I'll just be honest with you. We suck at that. We're terrible at that. We're getting better, but we're still bad. What about you? Do you go out and take high-paying, you know, high satisfied clients and shoot, shoot testimonials of, of them? Not just a blurb, hey, Jonathan B. from Poughkeepsie. He loves my stuff. Not that. I'm talking about a, a significant, rigorous testimonial. Do you do that? I bet you don't. I would tell you this. If you gave me two salespeople and I will send the one salesperson, let's say they have equal skills and abilities and equal territories and all that. We'll send one to Dale Carnegie training. And I'm not picking on Dale Carnegie. I'm just that's, that's the, you know, Sandler. Uh, what are some other solution selling? You send them to that. And you come with me for a year, and we're going to work on leveraging your assets. Do you know what's going to happen at the end of that year? They're going to be really good at, when they get in front of someone, being able to sell and answer questions. You're going to be good at attracting an audience of worldwide or nationally or in your territory of people who want to do business with you. You can be really bad at sales, really bad at communication, if you're good at leveraging the skills you already have. And that's why I like to talk about 
not sales results, but achievement, sales achievement. Sales results, if you just want to be better at negotiating a deal, that's great. Go for it, man. Go for it. But I want you to have so many deals coming in that you don't need to negotiate. There's no negotiation. This is my price. This is how I do things. If you don't want it, that's great. I'll go to the next person because I have a funnel, a pipeline full of people. But if you're not leveraging your skills, you can't do that. Okay, number three here, number three point. You can tell I'm kind of crusty today, can't you? As we say, a little zesty. Uh, this is a question from Stephen B. I would like to improve my results by working more efficiently. I work 50 hours a week now. Don't make time for long-term results. What can I do? How can I look at my future differently? This is a really good question. And we did this webinar and we asked people some, what was the number one thing you'd like to leverage? And of course, Stephen B's is time. Um, but you have to have something to leverage your time with. So you've got to have, you've got to create something that's working for you when you're sleeping or when you're working with other prospects or you're out calling on people. If you don't have anything that's working for you, it will be up to you to do all the work. We've got a series. In fact, we've, uh, it's out of reach. Uh, we had a guide that we sent to probably a thousand people over the last year called five reasons you don't have enough customers. And it allowed us to download that. They gave us their email address. We sent some follow-up emails. And I would promote it sometimes on LinkedIn. I, you know, I didn't do that much promotion of it, put it up in the upper real estate on LinkedIn. That's how you have to be thinking. What can I give to attract a customer or a potential customer to give me their email address? And then how do I nurture them along in the sequence? Oh, Bill, I can't write emails. I'll have to have our marketing department write the email. No. Your marketing department is crappy at email writing because you know why? Because it's all done from a corporate standpoint. I want your emails to come from you, from a human being. I want you to start your email by saying, hey, glad you were able to download this. If you have any trouble, here's my cell phone. Be glad to talk to you. One thing I really uh, like about this document is A, B, and C. If you'd like to hear a little bit more, be happy to jump on a call. That's an email. Marketing sends out emails to talk about how great the company is. The customer doesn't give two shits about that. Excuse my friends. To beep that out. So if you're going to leverage your time, Stephen B, Stephen A, Stephen B, if you're going to leverage your time, you've got to have something there that's working for you when you're doing your other things. And I presume, based on the fact that you run a company and you work a lot of hours, I'm assuming that you are in the sales process or in the marketing process quite a bit. So you have to have something working for you. Get a, get a free guide. Write something. Oh, Bill, but it takes me so Just write it. Find somebody who will write it for you. Go to Claude.ai and say, look, I need, a, I need a 10-point checklist. Here are the 10 points. Come up with something. Have Claude AI. It's free. Have, have him. I guess it's a him, Claude. I don't know. Have them write it. Then you go back and improve it. Put your, put your tone on it. But the idea here is that if you don't have something that's working for you when you're working, you will never leverage that time. You just never will. You can call on bigger and bigger companies. Yeah, that's good. It's a little, it's a little leverage of time because now instead of doing $20,000 gigs, I'm doing a million dollar pieces of business engagements. That's, that's good. That's leverage. That's good. But if you're sleeping, is anything working for you? Is anything working out in the marketplace for you? I bet not. So again, we might be going to a daily uh, broadcast of this, transmission, as we say. Um, 
But take these things into account. Take this whole idea of the orthodox, the traditional media, recognize what's really happening beneath the surface. It's a matter of trust. It's a matter of trust in that area, but it's also a matter of trust for you because your company hasn't built as much trust as you have. And so that's one thing you can leverage is the trust that you've already um, gained in the marketplace. And people are going to believe you, especially if we get the real you and we don't get some kind of uh, bot you, B-O-T. We, we, get, we get a real human being on the other end of the screen, not somebody who's like a company spokesperson with music and with B-roll and all that. Just, just talking to the microphone. All right. Hope that helps you guys. I'll see you maybe Monday, maybe not. But check me out if you haven't uh, uh, connected with me on LinkedIn. Make sure you do. See you next time. Bye.